Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show. Yo, what's up, guys? I want to share with you a really powerful hack that we used. This was about a decade ago when we were building our very first seven-figure business, which was a window washing company. And we managed to scale to to seven figures in about the, the first 12 months, washing windows, which is a whole lot of windows. And one of the things that really helped us do that, well, let me rewind. This is going to work regardless of what industry you're in. Also, it's critical that you do this, this step. In the beginning, getting customers is hard. You're going to be out there grinding and be knocking on a lot of doors. You're going to be sending a lot of cold emails, cold DMs. You're going to be creating all your organic content. There's all sorts of different ways you can get leads. And it's going to be hard in the beginning. But once you get those leads, you need to do a very particular thing with them. You need to use that lead to help you get the next one. And there's two ways that you can really do this. You can either ask that customer for a referral, or you can ask them for a review. I don't recommend doing both, but those are the two things that you should be doing after you've fulfilled on the service is saying, Hey, do you know of anybody else? Would you be willing to make a connection? And if so, I'll give you a discount or I'll give them a discount if they end up using me. That's very powerful because now you can turn one customer into two. The second thing is it's a little bit more low key. If you don't think you're gonna be able to get a referral out of them, or it's just not the right type of business for that, then you can say, Hey, would you mind leaving a review? This is the one that I want to talk about right now, because I think regardless of what business you're in or your product that you're selling, you need to get to 100 five-star reviews as quickly as possible on whatever platform it is that people tend to go to to find your service. So that could be Google, it could be Yelp, it could be Amazon. You need to get to 100 as quickly as possible because in my experience, something magical happens when people see 100 five-star reviews. Their brains just go, oh, yep, that must be good, <laughs> right? Like most people aren't actually reading those reviews. They're just checking to see the quantity and the general vibe. And so you need to find a way to get to 100 reviews as quickly as possible. Now, the problem is generally the people who are likely to leave a review are either disgruntled, they're not happy, and that's gonna, be, that's gonna hurt your, your rate reviews, or they're raving fans. But the problem is raving fans, they are far less... Um, likely to go and leave a review than the critics are. So you need to be proactive. And the strategy that we used in full disclosure, this strategy is not condoned by Yelp or Google. They say, don't do this. But in my experience, the in the beginning, when you're starting your business, you're better off breaking the rules and getting traction than you are just playing by the rules and waiting for it to organically happen because truth is nobody's organically going to go and leave a Yelp review and a Google review. It's going to be very few and far between. It's just going to be hard for your company to grow. In the beginning when you have nothing to lose, you can afford to play outside the lines a little bit. I'm not saying like break laws or anything like that, but technically what I'm going to describe to you here does violate Yelp's terms of service. In my experience, they don't actually audit it. It doesn't actually affect anything. They just put it out there as a scare tactic. Google does not actually have any issues with what I'm going to share with you here. Um, Amazon isn't the biggest fan of it. I don't think they actively discourage it, um, but they also manage the reviews um, to make sure that it's a curated experience and people aren't gaming the system. What I don't recommend is you do not go and you pay for reviews by going you know, to Fiverr and, pi- and paying a guy to leave 100 reviews and he goes to his click farm. That is a no-go. 
but I only want you asking actual customers that have paid for your service to leave a review. And to do that, here's the trick that I used. And um, it's very, very effective. It's when you're collecting payment at the end of the job. So in my case with window washings, at the end of the job, hey, we all finished all the windows. Um, come, let, let's walk around. Let me know what you think. See if there's any problem spots. We can fix it for you before we take off. Cool, good to go. Um, it's gonna be 250 bucks, but hey, actually, I'll make you a deal. If you could do me a favor and just go to Google right now and just drop a review. It doesn't have to be a five star. Just tell me, like, just leave a review of like your honest experience, like no pressure. Um, I'll just knock off 10% of the bill right now. If you just pop up in the app and do that. Most people, when you phrase it like that, like, hey, no pressure, five, don't have, doesn't have to be a five star, just anything is gonna help us grow, truly. Um, most people are going to be willing to help you out because they understand like, oh yeah, this is important. If you did a good job, you went around the, the, the product with them, made sure that they were actually satisfied with it. Most people are going to be happy to do that. And what happens when you do it right at that moment, when you're collecting payment at the very end, it's a one-time offer, you've introduced urgency and scarcity. And that coupled with you physically standing in front of them means that there's a high in conversion rate. And so... I found this to be a very, very easy way to get to 100 reviews very, very quickly. Once I got there, now it was no longer a matter of asking people quite so actively. Anything that comes in above that, I think is nice, but the difference between 100 five-star reviews and 150 or 200 in the consumer's mind, I don't think it really plays a factor, but there is something magical that happens once you get over 100. So the goal is to get that social proof as quickly as possible. And I think if you work harder for the review than you do the sale, it's only a matter of time, then you have more sales than you can handle. So go use a strategy, go implement it right now because it's been very, very effective um, in all my businesses. So hope you got some value out of this. As always, guys and gals, I appreciate you being here. I'll catch you tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friends. Hey, what's up, guys? Real quick, I've been working really hard to amplify my social media presence recently and recently just started diving into Instagram, which has actually been a ton of fun. It's a cool platform for connecting with y'all in just a more personal way. So if you, we aren't already connected on Instagram, let's change that. You can find me at the Anthony Vecino. So go, go connect. Let's do it. All right, let's get to the show.